Thank you so much for joining Tell It By Tuesday. Today, we're going to talk about our series, The Business of You, Know Your Worth. Knowing your worth is one of the most important things that you can do for yourself. It is the foundation for your life, your career, and the cornerstone upon which relationships will be built, guiding you through good times and bad. It is easy to lose sight of your worth in a world constantly trying to sell you something. The messages we receive from everyone else always makes us feel like we're not enough. I'm Coach Kelly, and I am excited to be here today to talk about this. And joining me is Coach Shauna. Welcome, everyone. Knowing your worth, what does that mean to you, Kelly? It means a lot. So much of my career, I would say a good 30% of my career, I didn't know my worth. I had confidence and I knew that I could do the work. But knowing my worth and not feeling like I was an imposter is something that I've struggled with. It's so often that we're overlooked because we're not speaking up. But now that I know, the one thing that I do is make sure that I'm doing the job that I'm paid to do. And a value that I've seen in this is that helps me temper myself <laughs> so that I'm always making sure that if I'm doing more, I'm also getting more. That's huge. There's lots of messaging in our culture that makes women have to overachieve to be seen as barely meeting expectations. A lot of the ways that I would define my worth was through what I can do for other people. My personality type is like, oh, let me do more than the organization's asking me to. And I've seen a meme that is dressing your face up as a clown as you're doing more and more and more above your job duties with the unspoken expectation that you will be rewarded for what you're doing. When I saw that, it really resonated with me, given so much more than I even realized I'm giving to the organization, but the people around me are benefiting from it. My general desire to help others, but I'm not having the expectation of you need to recognize me with opportunities or learning or whatever I define as valuable to me in exchange for what I'm bringing to the organization. It's really key not just to know your worth and from a compensation perspective, but also be able to articulate what you're bringing to the table in your conversations. Value. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Your value, your relevance, and really why you command <laughs> this amount or this set of benefits or this autonomy or this responsibility. It's too often that we sell ourselves short. And we take less than we deserve. And I do th think that that contributes to the gender inequities that we see in terms of how women are paid or mm -hmm. even managed against men. We certainly, as women, can stand up for ourselves more and push the needle. So we've gone to the same schools. We have yeah. the same certifications and same experience mm -hmm. as our counterparts. But we're not demanding more. We have to start demanding for equity. And I don't think that women have to constantly do more, even though we feel like we do because of all yeah. the microaggressions and the biases mm -hmm. out there. It definitely makes us feel like we have to compensate yeah. to get even the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. What I've learned is I'm going to do the job you're paying me to do. That is table stakes. I'm going to do great at that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think beyond that, again, it's about understanding that return on investment for me and I have to be selfish and it's okay to be selfish mm -hmm. and you have yeah. to put yourself first yep and so if you're not doing that if you're not putting yourself first 
you will lean towards burnout and you would just get tired because you're doing the most and not getting the most. And so knowing your worth helps you to assess, does this make sense for me? If I'm taking on more responsibility, then that should come with more compensation. If it doesn't, then you should probably find somebody else. Mike, drop. I don't don't see the benefit in it to me. Unless you can articulate the benefit to me, I don't see it. Right. Now, Kelly. paying me for the job that I'm doing. You are experienced in the corporate world and you are demonstrating a level of confidence that maybe many of our listeners don't yet have. What advice do you have for them to feel like it's safe to do exactly what you did and communicate the boundaries and the expectations around recognizing their worth and their value mm-hmm. without it being interpreted as like quiet quitting? You have to temperament things. When you first get into any company, you need to establish the fact that you're going to be a team player. You want to be a strong, high performer. So once that's done, and then all of a sudden stretch assignments come in and they're expecting for people to volunteer, that's when you start to be silent. Now, when you have your one-on-one with Mm -hmm. whoever your manager is, that's the time to speak up and talk about what it is that you're looking for in your career and be selfish about it. Mm-hmm. So, for example, my manager came to me and said, I'm looking to see if we want to split the team up and have some people report to you. Is that something that you're interested in developing? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not looking to have people report to me at this point in my career. Mm-hmm. And I told him that if I have to do it, it's fine, but that's not something that I want to do. Mm-hmm. And so he said, well, "Well, you don't have to do it, Uh, but this is a path to promotion if you did take this on. Mm -hmm. And so my response was, well, I don't see that everyone has to take that same path to promotion. Can you explain to me the difference? Mm -hmm. And he couldn't. Crickets. (laughs) I had a good relationship with my manager. You have Mm -hmm. to have those good relationships and you have to create boundaries. And that starts with boundaries. And so I had those boundaries set up already. I had those conversations early on about my capabilities, about what I was doing and being humble and vulnerable Mm -hmm. and talking about my family and really connecting and having my team connect with me on a personal level. Right. And I think when you have those conversations and you do connect in that way, I think people have a better understanding of you and where you're coming from and respect your boundaries. Yeah, that's huge. I've seen there be some consistency in this this guardedness where when you talk about being vulnerable and sharing what really is a priority for you personally, I've been in many situations where I feel like don't don't share anything about yourself. Just focus on the work. And only talk about work things. For many years, I did that in order to get people on your side, to develop champions, and really to have truly authentic relationships with people in the workplace, especially people who can influence your next steps in your career. You do need to share some part of who you are, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Uh, In order to get them to understand kind of what motivates the decisions that you make and, and not necessarily to sell them on 
what is important to you, but for them truly to be able to have a sincere interest in what's next for you based on how you define it, not how the organization defines it. One thing that I I have made clear later on in my career, as I've thought about myself as a business and realized that I have to think of myself as a business entity, is that I need to be out in front and self-advocate for myself. And I need to understand the value that I bring to any organization. Right. And I can tangibly tell you that. Because as I'm getting those kudos and that feedback, and I'm looking at what the market is paying for folks like me with my skill set, because I'm constantly looking at LinkedIn and Glassdoor and Salary.com and looking at my peers and talking to my peers in my profession, I'm constantly assessing my value in the marketplace as a business entity and what I can command from a salary perspective, from a benefits perspective. And I'm clear on that. Mm-hmm. As we talked about the business of you, I just think as women, for whatever reason, there's a tendency for us to not value ourselves, for us to look at ourselves as imposters, that somehow we don't belong. We're not smart enough. We're just not enough. But it goes to the point that everything is telling us that we're not enough. So that's yeah. why we're feeling like we're not enough. We don't have I, enough degrees. We don't have enough certifications. Yep. We don't have enough experience. We don't have this. And so when we think about even applying for jobs, women, if we don't have all 10 qualifications, we're not yes. applying. Correct. We have to look at the value that we bring. Our knowledge that's in our head is ours. It is nobody else's. Yeah. It reminds me of the mission of Yes and Girl. We don't see women represented in the decision-making roles in organizations a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And we make assumptions about why that may be, but it also supports the mindset that we're not enough. It makes me think of a recent experience I had with one of my coaches. A position came open and she told me about the interview. She walked away feeling like she was bragging, not just that she had articulated truly her value and how it would benefit the business unit to choose her for the next role, but that she felt some level of guilt and shame around speaking to really what she was good at. What are your thoughts on that? And I've been there too. It's very hard for me to accept kudos because it's like, I want to say, oh, it was the team. It wasn't me. I had a a female leader tell me one time, no, it is you. (laughs) Because without you, we wouldn't have made it here. And I know Mm -hmm. that for a fact. And she had to remind me of that. And I knew that internally. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we feel guilty because devalued ourselves so much that it creates this level of low self-esteem where we're just like, you know what? I'm doing okay. I'm satisfied where I am. But really, no, you shouldn't be satisfied with where you are. You built a career for yourself. At some point, you're going to get bored with what you're doing today. And so it's always good to put yourself out there to speak your value, to know your value. Because you never know when you can talk yourself into a position. So it's just that being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Because it is the fear of the unknown, which also plays into a fact with this. Yes. Because if we knew when we got the job, we're going to do great at the job, then it'll be easy for us. But when there's a new leader that you now have to report to, there's a new team that you now have to work with. Those relationships Mm -hmm. matter, especially if you're a high performer. Why am I going to shake things up and I'm seen as a high performer now? Right. 
Yeah, that's definitely a risk. Starting something new, the risk of having to build new relationships within the network and navigating that is a part of the challenge of change. Absolutely a part of the challenge of change. The ability to overcome those obstacles helps us recognize resilience in ourselves. And I'm bringing it back to you, your ability to define what is important to you and communicate that. It makes it easier to translate. This is how I add value. And I think something that maybe people don't think through all the time is practice. Practice talking about yourself, mm-hmm. right? It's talking about what you bring to the table. And mm-hmm. then it's less uh, uncomfortable. Absolutely. It's to taking a step back and assessing what are you saying about yourself? Because if you're not a champion for yourself, it's going to be very hard for other people to be a champion for you. Because if you can't articulate the value, Yep. Not a lot of people are going to take the time to figure it out for you. <laughs> no. There's some people out there will help you for sure. But most people won't. If you can articulate that, I'm not going to articulate that for you. A lot of people say, if it was easy, everybody would do it. If it was mm-hmm. easy, everybody would be CEO. If it was easy, everybody would be millionaires. True. But it's not easy. It's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It feels foreign to us, especially when you haven't come from much, right? right? I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. So I had to work for everything I've gotten. Mm-hmm. From I think we have this mindset sometimes, especially when you you come from meager means, <laughs> mm-hmm. that somehow you're going to be begging on the street tomorrow if you get laid off or something just doesn't work out. And the likelihood of that is probably slim because you've done the work already. And that's what's kind of putting you afloat is your brain. You have everything that you need. You're equipped with everything that you need. You just have to have the confidence to to really show it. And knowing your worth is such a big deal. And not just professionally, but personally, right? So many times we're in relationships that may not be healthy for us. And that's men or women, right? And we stay with it because we're so concerned about what it would be if I'm not with this person. Oh gosh, we got we got like 50,000 more topics we should pull off of this, right? right. I'm, just, so, I'm I mean, literally I think... seeing ideas shoot through my mind with what you're saying. You think about all the things women do, how we multitask and manage the home and be successful at work. Those are qualifications, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's they're, demonstrated they're... ability. Yes. One of the ways I changed it for myself in terms of knowing my worth was every year, I would make sure that my resume was up to date. I would look at different jobs that were posted out there and in the field that I wanted to be in to see what skills and qualifications the jobs were asking for so that I made sure I stayed relevant. I do a search on Glassdoor and salary.com when I look at those jobs to see how much the market is paying for people like me. And I tie that into what my worth is. I know what Absolutely. I can compare. And if my current employer if we're not seeing eye to eye anymore, mm-hmm. then my role at that point is I'm on an exit plan. Mm-hmm. How can I exit amicably? So knowing your worth is important. There's free tools out here that you can look at and look at that annually and understand where do you fall. Just like if you look at a stock, every day that stock rises and falls <laughs> and there's a valuation that's made for a business. Yep, very Make true. that valuation for yourself. And really look at what is happening in the marketplace. It's about keeping a positive mindset. If you're degrading yourself, 
others may follow. So really changing your attitude about yourself is probably the best step thing you can do. Right. That right. you are worth it, right? You is kind. You is important. <laughs> like the help. Yeah. Sometimes I have to say that to myself. Sometimes I have to tell it to my daughter every morning when mm-hmm. she goes to school mm-hmm. that you are important. You are not yeah. invisible. Right. You are here. These microaggressions can make us feel very different and very silent. Small. And then over time, it can yep. chip away in our confidence. Yep. And so remind yourself, and as you talked about, practicing talking about yourself because you have to be a champion for yourself. And it's an art to doing that because we all yes. know we all know people that love to talk about themselves. Yes, um, But certainly keeping a positive mindset and playing up yourself is a really good way to kind of get started. Mm-hmm. And, and so... Nobody can tell you your value but you. Gosh, you've inspired me so much during this time, Kelly. I feel like <laughs> I need to reassess what I'm giving away for free. Absolutely. And maybe just have a little calmer day if I'm like, let me focus on what I'm being paid to do. How, yes. The bare minimum is focusing on what are you being paid to do, right? That's your first step. And the second thing is that networking piece, because then this is the business of you. So you have to be a little selfish. <laughs> and it's very important to build those champions around you that will be supportive of you, that will hear you out, that will listen. So creating those authentic relationships with others has to be your second step there in terms of building your value around yourself. So I'm here to tell you, know your value, know your worth. Put yourself you first in a coaching session. Yeah. Yes. Right. It's, it's, it's like, if that's not happening, then what are we doing? Because this is not your career. This is a runaway train. Uh, preach it. <laughs> I wish someone would have told me when I was young around making sure I knew my value and really could articulate it and understanding that me doing more. <laughs> Doesn't equate to me getting paid more. That behavior was not the best approach for me in terms of making sure that my worth and my value was aligned. And when you're valuing yourself based on your standards instead of what society tells you, you certainly will help to avoid selling yourself short. If you're looking to get a little bit more tips to help you in knowing your value, Certainly take a look at our blog in our description. Thank you for joining Tell It By Tuesday.